Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Obviously and importantly, Omar has a history of launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. Well, now this has set off a shockwave around America and around the world. But if you analyze it by stepping back, taking a deep breath, what you will understand is that the crowd, which has been disavowed today by the president himself, because he'd been put in a corner by the by the vermin in the media, the left wing communists in the media, the open America haters in the media, who are no different than Omar, absolutely no different than any of these four uh, sisters of the apocalypse. They're all the same. If you step back and analyze what the crowd was saying, which is send her back, what they were saying is emotionally correct, totally emotionally correct. Now, I want to tell you something. There was a time in America when there was a loyalty oath. That's right. I was once a young teacher, and I had to read a loyalty oath to teach in the United States of America. I didn't mind reading it. I was a young guy. I didn't really understand it completely. But I remember I had to sign or read a loyalty oath. Since 1863, two-thirds of the states adopted loyalty oaths for teachers. And what did these loyalty oaths say? They prohibited membership in subversive groups. They prohibited the teaching of subversive doctrines. Others asked for sweeping disclaimers of past beliefs and associations. And then what happened is the early Cold War years followed World War II, and new oaths occurred for teachers. And then what happened was, in 1961, in Cramp versus the Board of Public Instruction of Orange County, Florida, the Supreme Court struck down all-encompassing oaths infringing on, quote, First Amendment rights to freedom of thought and expression. I think it's time to revisit that Supreme Court decision. I don't believe that that's set in stone. And I don't think the Supreme Court was correct in 1961. And I think that it's time to bring back a loyalty oath, not only not only for all immigrants, but all state and federal employees. Now, you know what would happen if the federal government suggested that. And I've hashtagged this on my Twitter feed. I want to see what happens in America when people start thinking about what this really means. What I stated was reinstate loyalty oath for immigrants was dropped as a result of pressure by ACLU and Communist Party USA. We would not have the Somali-born hater in Congress if we did. Hashtag bring back loyalty oath. I am sick and tired of the communists under the guise of protecting our First Amendment, destroying our First Amendment. I am sick and tired of the communists and the ACLU pretending that they really care about America when they do not care about America. Now, this situation with Trump is a very interesting one. We're hearing about rally, chant, fallout. Crowded uh, Trump's campaign event was chanting, send her back, send her back. Well, frankly, they are right. Frankly, they're 100% right. How did this woman become a, an asylee into this country when she hates the country so much? Have you any idea what this woman has said 
in her few months in Congress? Do you know how vile this woman is, how much she hates this country? What you heard was the voice of America. What you heard in those chants are not redneck Nazis, as the media would have them portrayed. And they've taken the poor president and put him into a box and made it sound as though he said it. So today he disavows it and says, I was not happy with it. I disagree with it. This is the same media that for two straight years accused him of conspiring with Vladimir Putin to steal an election from Hillary Clinton. We all know that was a fake. We all know that was a lie. We all, we all know that was a conspiracy of the, quote, deep state and the media to destroy this president. And now they're trying to destroy him for something chanted at the rally from a group of people who, frankly, have had it up to here with Americans who shouldn't even be in this country. Remember who this woman is and remember what she says. She has a track record. She is not the innocent little poor, frail woman that she pretends to be with the headscarf. Not at all. This woman, in my opinion, as a talk show host, is an operative of the Muslim Brotherhood. She wants to impose Sharia law on America, which is just the beginning of what you'd like to see done. The very same day that she was playing the innocent victim, very same day, she comes out with a measure to support the boycott movement of Israel. The very same day, she doubles down and raises the stakes once again. They know how to play the game, by, by the way. And I don't think Trump should give in to the critics at all. I don't think he should apologize for his audience. Welcome to the Savage Radio Seminar. 855-400-7282 is the phone number. There's only one topic. There's going to be many. I'm going to ask you, the callers, what you feel are the most important topics right now, other than the one I just mentioned. What do you feel is the most important story out there that no one is talking about? What is the number one thing bothering you about the nation today? Phone number is 855-407-282. I suggest you grab a line while you can because we get very busy. People are calling the Savage Nation because this is the only place you can go to a graduate seminar as opposed to a 101 lecture hall with thousands of people who are just entry-level talkers. This is the real McCoy here on the Savage Nation, and I'm talking about reinstating a loyalty oath for immigrants. I sincerely mean it. I see nothing wrong with it. It was a result, uh, uh, dropping it was a result of pressure by the ACLU and the Communist Party USA. And there is absolutely no reason not to reinstate a loyalty oath. And there is no reason that people can't be deported from this country. When have you last heard any discussions about deportation? You haven't heard that at all. Why should there be no discussions about deportation? Now, what does deportation mean and what is it all about? Well, let's go back. You ever hear of the name uh, Lazarus? You ever hear the name Emma Goldman? Well, one of them created the saying on the Statue of Liberty, great woman. The other one agitated against America's entry into World War I when the president at that time was trying to unite the people in fighting World War I. As a result of that agitation against the president of the United States, that woman was deported out of the United States of America. I am saying to you, we need to start thinking about deporting people who are working around the clock to destroy this country. Don't you tell me and don't lecture me about the First Amendment. That's a cover for every vile thing that's ever happened. Let's go back to pornography, pornography if you want. The vile pornography industry, which is the most destructive industry in the history of the world, came to power in this country 
as a result of verminous lawyers in the ACLU who said it was a First Amendment right to take the sickest, most disgusting, sadomasochistic images and let your child see them on their home computer. The very same rotten, stinking individuals. Oh, it started so innocently, didn't it? It was called freedom of speech to put the most vile images into local stores around America. Remember the Larry Flint case? Remember Larry Flint, the pornographer? Remember Larry Flint with his sick magazine penthouse? That sick, disgusting cretin? You remember what he did to this country? And who did he hire to make pornography legal in this country? The very same types that are now saying it's okay to say, I hate America. The very types who now say it's uh, your First Amendment right to bring down America. So don't argue with or don't tell me that the First Amendment is a blanket opportunity to destroy this country. It is not. The founding fathers never foresaw a day when people who wanted to destroy this country would use that very freedom to destroy it. But that's what Omar is doing. That's what that Somali born hater has been doing. So what the hell do you think the president was saying emotionally? He's an emotional guy. He doesn't think that carefully about what he says. But he reacted in an emotional way, the, the way most red-blooded American men would react. Meaning, if you don't like it here, just go back where you came from. That's all he was saying. And the same thing with the crowd. The crowd is not a thinking entity. That's why it's called a crowd. It's called crowd thinking. Ever been to a rock concert? You're telling me that's a thinking crowd? Ever been to a, an Obama rally where they were fainting in the aisles when the great Obama spoke? You're telling me that was a thinking crowd? Ever been to a Louis Farrakhan rally as he screams the most vile things about Jews in America and they chant, kill the Jews, and he's allowed to do it because it's freedom of speech? Never heard about that from ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, and the other networks, have you? I wrote a book recently called Stop Mass Hysteria, America's Insanity from the Salem Witch Trials to the Trump Witch Hunt. But there are some things in that book that can teach us lessons today. Things about crowd and mob psychology that you must know. And uh, in some of the discussion that I had in there, you will discover that I, yours truly, Michael Savage, told you that it's just as easy to take people on the right as from the left and turn them in any direction you want. You could just as easily recruit fanatical followers on the left as you can on the right. They're not much different. Now, most of us will hate the ACLU and Antifa with good reason. But what you don't understand is that the crowd psychology that is found on the left is also found on the right. And that's the problem people are having with the crowd yesterday in North Carolina. They're afraid of it. People are terrified of the crowd. They're terrified that Trump has actually got the ability to whip crowds up into a frenzy. And they're afraid of that. But guess what? I'm not afraid of it. I'm happy he can whip crowds up into a frenzy because it's a frenzy that's going to be required to save this country from all those people who are trying to destroy it. We are in a social and cultural civil war. It has come back to the front again. What is a culture war? Well, it could be about race. It was once about sexual orientation. It was once about abortion, women's rights, gay rights. It's all the controversies that divide our nation. And the controversies run long, and each one cuts deep. These are issues that are not really isolated from one, one another. But in fact, all these issues are part 
of a fabric of conflict, which constitutes, frankly, a struggle over the meaning of America. A struggle over the meaning of America. There was a time when the religious and cultural conflicts in America divided the nation. But the contemporary, the contemporary culture war is now being fought along new and in many ways unfamiliar lines. It is a profound realignment in American culture that is cutting across established moral and religious communities. A profound realignment in American culture, and unfortunately for this country, it is not the Democrat Party alone that is waging this war against American traditional values. It is the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. I'll be right back. Savage. Did you know that according to new studies, listen, just over 10% of break-ins are planned beforehand. Most break-ins are spur of the moment. They're crimes of opportunity. In other words, they're random. Did you know most break-ins happen between 6 in the morning and 6 at night in the middle of the day? <laughs> according to the FBI, the average loss in a burglary is over $2,000. That can be hard to recover from. Homes without home security are 300% more likely to be broken into. 65% of burglaries are committed by someone the victim knows. July and August are when most burglaries occur. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have home security. Maybe because most companies really don't make it easy to get home security. They confuse you. It's expensive. It's a hassle, right? That's why I'm telling you to get Simply Safe. Hands down the best. Simply Safe protects every door, window, room, skylight with 24-7 professional monitoring. And they make it easy for you. There's no contract, no hidden fees, no fine print. Around-the-clock monitoring is just $15 a month. But listen, one thing that truly makes Simply Safe stand out is their video verification technology. Listen carefully. You see, when other home security systems are triggered, a lot of the time police assume it's a false alarm and the call goes to the bottom of their list. But not with Simply Safe, because they use their video verification technology and they're able to visually confirm that a break-in is happening, which allows police to get to the scene 3.5 times faster than other home security companies. Visit simplysafe.com slash Michael Savage. You'll get free shipping, 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash Michael Savage. Are you listening carefully? You've got to go to simplysafe.com, and you've got to slash Michael Savage. Why? So they know that this show sent you. You like this podcast? You like this show? That's simplysafe.com slash Michael Savage. Obviously and importantly, Omar has a history of launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. Now, this is scaring all of the, um, a lot of people scared by the chanting. They've never seen a president in modern times able to ignite an audience like this, and they don't like it. You know, if it, was, if it was Obama igniting an audience in some chant or other, they wouldn't have any problem with it, would they? Now, today, Trump was forced to backtrack and say he's not happy with the backers screaming, uh, chanting, send her back, send her back. He claims he tried to stop the chant. Uh, which uh, came out after he recited a litany of complaints about Omar of Minnesota, who uh, 
came into this country with her family from that hellhole called Somalia. And from the day she has entered Congress, she has spent virtually every working minute to undermine the pillars of this nation. Just today, for example, instead of shutting her mouth and shutting that rat trap for two seconds, that vile creature from Somalia had the nerve to double down, as they all do to the left, and reintroduce a resolution to condemn Israel once again. Instead of saying, quiet it down, I won't do this again, she raises the stakes, as does that other big mouth, occasional cortex, and the other two whose names are so easy to forget. Now, the fact is Trump did tear into the four left-wing fanatics who uh, last week, and he tweeted, should return to their native countries if they hate America. And we're supposed to hear that they're women of color. All we hear from the vermin in the media is that they're women of color. I really don't care what they are. All I care about is their rhetoric. It doesn't matter to me. They're making race the issue, not me. I don't care that they're four women of color. If it was four white women doing what they did, I'd be saying the same thing. It's not about their color. It's not about the color of their skin, as Martin Luther King Jr. so wisely said. It's the color of their character. And I don't like the color of their character. How's that? No, it's not about the four women of color. It's the four women of anti-American character that we are talking about. And that is the real issue here. And that's the battle for America right now. That is the battle for America right now. Donna on KSFO, online, listening online. Donna, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me on, Dr. Savage. I have to say, I've been listening to you very intently this week because I don't like what I'm hearing. And I found President Trump's remarks, um, let's say, disappointing when he basically disparage the crowd he can't cave into the critics and the jihad squad so you're not you're not disappointed in what he said at the rally you're disappointed in him turning on the crowd sort of today absolutely we so you don't like him being pushed into attacking his own supporters in maga i mean the headline on the drudge report is very clear and i I, i'm sure you heard the headline it's very clear this morning trump turns on maga disavow send her back chanted rally trump turns on maga so you don't like him turning on maga no i mean to me that's political suicide on his behalf he's he's got to pay attention to what you're saying and i've been urging people in this area in the I, I don't need him to pay attention to what i'm saying let him listen to the geniuses who put him where he is right now which is into a corner okay he's forgotten the people who put him where he is because the people who are trying to get him out from where he is are the people he's listening to right now. They are all Democrat operatives. They're all Republican National Committee members, Chamber of Commerce members. None of them are conservatives like Michael Savage. He'll be back. Don't worry about it. Savage. Hey, look, we all have boxes somewhere with old videotapes of vacations, graduations, and other events that have, you know, slipped away, right? You forgot about them. But those tapes and films can wear out over time, and you lose those memories forever. Not with Legacy Box. This is great. Now you can save your family films and photos from degrading or being lost forever by letting Legacy Box digitize them, bring back lost memories to watch and see them again. Now here's what you do. Send your Legacy Box filled with old home movies and pictures. They'll do the rest. Professionally digitizing your moments onto a thumb drive digital download, or DVD. Easy-to-follow instructions and safety barcodes included for every item. 
Receive all your original recorded moments back, along with perfectly preserved digital copies. Get personalized updates at every step. Receive up to 12 personalized email updates. Now look, Legacy Box is the world's largest, most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos. Over 450,000 families have trusted Legacy Box. Over a decade of experience, all the work is done by hand right here in the U.S. of A. There has never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Are you listening? Here it comes, because for a limited time, they're offering my listeners an exclusive discount. You heard me right. You go to LegacyBox.com slash Savage and you get 40% off your first order. You heard me right. 40% off by going to LegacyBox.com slash Savage. That's 40% off your order. Please get started and preserve your memories and your past today. That's LegacyBox.com slash Savage. So these congresswomen, their comments are helping to fuel the rise of a dangerous, militant, hard left. And tonight I have a suggestion for the hate-filled extremists who are constantly trying to tear our country down. They never have anything good to say. That's why I say, hey, if they don't like it, let them leave. Let them leave. Let them leave. They're always telling us how to run it, how to do this, how to do You know what? If they don't love it, tell them to leave it. If they don't love it, tell them to leave it. Now, that was a uh, battle cry during the Nixon years, love it or leave it. I remember it during the Vietnam War when we were close to a civil war, as close as I've seen in my life. We're very close to the very same situation. There's no Vietnam War, but there's a war against America right now from the left. And that's the civil war of today. There's us versus them. And they are very clearly defined now by the four sisters of the apocalypse. These four nobodies have now seized control of the Democrat Party. There is no other Democrat Party right now. They are it. And so Trump very wisely understands to try and triangulate and make these four uh, sisters of the apocalypse the voice and the face of the Democrat Party, which unfortunately it has become. There is no moderate Democrat Party anymore. There's no longer a chance for Blue Dog Democrats to win. They've destroyed it. These four have destroyed, I believe, I believe sincerely that what they just won in November would be undone today if the election were held today because of these four uh, sisters of the apocalypse. Now, is Trump 100% right? No, no one is. Are you afraid that he's inciting the crowd and it can get uh, out of hand? It could. I don't know where it can go. We don't know that. But the other side has been at war with us for a very long time. What do you call the mobs of Antifa who beat up conservatives? Would you say that's an out-of-control situation that hasn't been reined in? What do you call a mayor in Oakland, California, who tips off gang members that ICE is about to grab them and throw them out of the country? What do you call a mayor like that other than someone who should be deported? I have long felt we need a loyalty oath brought back in this country. I believe the Supreme Court in 1961 was wrong and I believe it's time to re in, in, in dust off that finding and revisit it. I need, I need a loyalty oath in this country. If we had it, then we wouldn't have the Somali-born hater in Congress. If we had it, we probably wouldn't have occasional cortex in Congress because she would never swear a loyalty oath to this country. Never. No, we wouldn't have them. 
We might have a better Congress, by the way. Subversive ideas are one thing, but allegiance to subversive organizations are quite another. And I think it's a topic that's important. I've also said on this show, and I've written in my books, that it's time to bring back UAC, House Un-American Activities Committee. I know that that's anathema to liberals. I have scared liberals with that. They've gotten terrified. I've said it very quietly. It's time to bring back UAC. The most violent leftists go insane when you say bring back UAC. Why? Because they know what would happen if we had a House Un-American Activities Committee. They, they were so scared of it during the 1960s. They chanted against it. But I say bring back UAC. It's long overdue. And I don't care what ABC or CBS or NBC has to say about it. They've all been moved so far to the left that they're working for another, another sphere of influence altogether. Now, if you want to comment on this, that's great. I'd rather keep the discussion to the topics rather than making it a, an attack on me. The phone number is 855 407282. Should the loyalty oath, should a loyalty oath be re- reinstated for immigrants? That's what I want to start with. Any new immigrant has to swear a loyalty oath to the United States of America and swear that they do not belong to any subversive organization. Tell me what's wrong with that. Tell me what's wrong with that. And while you're at it, why don't you start deporting the millions who are pouring into this country over the border because of Barack Hussein Obama, who broke our borders, who through gerrymandering destroyed the integrity of this nation. He moved people from the third world specifically into cohesive white communities, if you want to be very clear, in this country. The entire modus operandi of Nancy Pelosi and the Democrat Party has been to fracture the solidarity of Caucasian communities in this nation. Every chant that comes out of that woman's mouth is about, oh, you want to make America white again? The last I checked, Italians were white. Am I wrong about that, Jim? You're of Italian-American heritage. Why do these left-wing congresswomen and congressmen continue to talk about making America white again? Why do they think it's necessary to attack white people? There's a jerk who never got anywhere in the media named Donnie Deutsch. I don't even know exactly who he is or where he's from. I know he's a wannabe, a guy who's been dying to have a talk show for years. All he's got is a New York big mouth, but no one knows who he is. Was he just on MSNBC, Jim, with that soundbite? Here is a guy who I think is white. Listen to what he has to say. This is their new watchword. Listen to this. Enough is enough. And I want want to talk to the white people out there. Okay? I want to talk to wealthy white people because I've had it. I've had discussions when I talk to friends, people I know. He's good for the economy. But he's good for the economy. They're all jerks anyway. No. No, it's time. By the way, if you're somebody who's poor and you believe Donald Trump is going to get you a job, maybe you don't have the luxury of the world. He made no sense already. He already uh, urinated on his leg. That'll bring him a bunch of wipes in the, in the studio. That, that's Donnie Deutsch. He starts out on one track. The next thing you know, he's urinating on his own foot. Like a puppy who hasn't been uh, paper trained yet. That's Donnie Deutsch. Needs to, be, needs to be puppy trained. But they had him on TV. Again, attacking white people. Last I checked, he was a white man. I, I could be mistaken. But what is this new thing about white people attacking white people? Where'd that come from? Who do they think they're appealing to? The people of color in the audience? Is that their new game? First of all, if they're so sure of their position, they wouldn't have to appease to the people of color with, with such vile racism. By attacking white people, is that not racism? This goes on every day on the, on the television. Every day, all I see is attacks on white people. Every day. And that somehow is not uh, something they get mad about. That's fine. First of all, if you were to believe their rhetoric, all people of color are going to vote Democrat anyway. So what do they continue to rile them up for? 
I mean, if you want to ask the Democrats, they already own the people of color. So what are they appeasing, appealing to them with racism? Day and night racism, racism, racism. It's all we hear. I've told you this, I think, years ago. Back in the 50s, there was uh, a question that went around. Are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? That was the hit piece. That was the way they did it. Now, the Democrats are the McCarthy's of our time, even though they have that backwards. McCarthy was a great American hero. But we'll call McCarthyism generically what you probably think it is. They now say, instead of saying, are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? They're saying, are you now or have you ever been a racist? That's the new word you're supposed to be afraid of. That's the only weapon that the low IQ left has. When they can't argue, when they can't think, when they can't react, all they do is say racist and racism. And how do they mask it in? Four women of color is the latest iteration of that. Four women of color. That's supposed to stop you from criticizing the vile garbage that's come out of their filthy mouths. The vile filth that has come out of the mouths of these four women. It's not about the color of their skin. It's about the nature of their character. Do you know what they've actually said? Do you know how much this Omar has said against this country? Do you know what I have in my hand? I've run it on this show for two days now. She attacked American soldiers for the Black Hawk Down mission. She blamed America for the crisis in Venezuela. She said American people are stupid. She described acts of terrorism as a reaction to the United States' quote, involvement in other people's affairs. If this woman is not loyal to another country and another ideology, I'd like to know who is. Said that U.S. support for Israel was all about the Benjamins. Said that Jewish lawmakers have allegiance to a foreign country. These are tropes that were used by the Nazis in this country and are still used by Nazis in this country. I have told you for years now, because I am a student of sociology and of history, I've told you that the alignment between fascism, Islam, and the left has become one and the same. She is a, a sinqua known representative of that alignment of those three elements. She asked the judge for compassion for ISIS recruits who were being sentenced for planning on joining a terrorist organization. And what about that other prize, Rashida Talab from Michigan? Is she innocent of these charges? Well, I'll let you decide. She said thinking of the Holocaust provides her a, quote, calming feeling, the words of a Nazi. Called critics of her Holocaust distortion racist idiots, the words of a Nazi. Defended Omar's 9-11 comments saying she does speak truth, the words of an Islamist. Accused pro-Israel advocates of having a dual loyalty, the words of a Nazi. Now supports the BDS movement. BDS movement is an attempt to destroy Israel under the guise that it's a new South Africa, which it is not. It is not absolutely not a new South Africa. It's a totally different story. So let all of this come up to the surface and let us all discuss it, people. Let all that is being forced to the surface by these four evil women, these four evil women are actually doing the nation a service. And the only thing between us and these four evil women destroying this country totally is Donald Trump. As imperfect as he is, as, let's say, loud as he is, he makes mistakes, tweets the wrong thing, as I said. He's the only thing we have between us and them. And you know what? We better back him right now because right now they're about, they're about to bring him down. I have studied something that I want to bring into the discussion now 
that I think is worthy of discussion. And you'll see how it doesn't apply. There was an article today by the anti-American, anti-Trump ABC News that said U.S. government routinely sues companies for language that mirrors Trump's racist go-back tweets. And there's a whole uh, list of insults to employees that led to huge fines against companies by people who try to provoke people into saying things about their, their origins in order to collect a big paycheck. And what do they use to get these big paychecks? They use the EEOC. And I'm going to ask you another question, and, and I want you to leave some open lines for this. It's a really important one. Are there any members of this audience who have been shaken down by the EEOC? Are there any business owners in this country who have had the EEOC destroy their business or make them pay huge settlements in any state of this country? I have cases that you will not believe. California hospital settled a lawsuit in 2012 for nearly a million dollars after a Filipino-American said they were told to go back to the Philippines, among other instances of harassment. The case was brought by the EEOC. Nevada U-Haul Company sued in 2006 after Hispanic workers were told to go back to Mexico. They lost $153,000, again, by the, by the Mexicans, the employees. Car dealerships sued in 2004 by a Muslim immigrant from India who said he was told by his co-workers that he should just go back where he came from. But no one says what he did to provoke these poor people who were working with him on the warehouse floor. Nobody says what these people might be doing to provoke reactions from people. Let me finish this. Any more than anyone will ask why that audience was chanting, send her back yesterday. You know why? Because most of us would like her sent back to Somalia. I'll be right back. I think that America has always been a story, and America has always been about the triumph of people who fight for everyone. The bartender, the stupid bartender, the dumb bartender, the vicious anti-American bartender who is now the voice of the uh, Democrat Party. And her friend, uh, Omar, Omar the Terrible, this very day after this controversy, the very day afterwards, Omar the Terrible, the Muslim activist, introduced a resolution in Congress defending a boycott of Israel. But worse than that, she likened it to boycotts of Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union. What an insult to the Jews who are living in Israel who lost whole families to Nazi Germany, and by the way, to the Soviet takeover of many European countries. What an evil woman she is. But of course, she hides behind the headscarf. That gives her a pass. That's the magic shield in America. The magic shield is a headscarf. You put on a headscarf and suddenly you're untouchable. Well, you know, that's because we're naive people. Do you know that a country in Northern Africa, a Muslim country, has banned the headscarf and the hijab because terrorists hid behind it to blow up a movie theater just a few weeks ago. That's right. The face mask, the headscarf was banned in a Muslim country, but not in dumb old America. The Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs> 